And this, my friends, is something that you don't do. Back at your ass with another podcast episode. You already know what it is. Finally, podcasting with your boy Blaze. You know, you know, you know. But it's really hot, so I'm. I expect you to know, so you can cool down. Just so you know. So, um, I decided to make a series, a little quick series for you guys, called "Be Careful What You Stand For," and I want to touch on the fact that matter. A lot of this is the prelude to standing on pertinent issues, especially right now with something like Black Lives Matter, uh, you know, people who want to take their whole entire political stance on certain things that's going on in the United States. Mind you, I'm not saying America because America would have to mean Canada, the United States, Mexico, the Caribbean islands, South America, and so on and so forth. So I want to focus on the United States. So, uh, you know, this episode is really going to touch upon uh, my inspiration from seeing someone like Nick Cannon recently being in a public eye about how he, I guess, landed himself in hot water for making the comment about allegedly so-called white people, because that's what, what it was alluding to, Neanderthals and this, that, and the third, and how it caused a lot of controversy. And then it got posed with the idea that it's anti-Semitic and that uh, it's an allusion to how the so-called African-Americans or the true Hebrew Israelites, chosen people of the Bible. <laughs> and what's funny about that is, is that um, people honestly was like, yeah, I stand with Nick. He's telling the truth. Why should he lose his job? Because he's telling the truth. And, um, you know, I'm just going to get my perspective on it. And I'm going to, you know, touch on pawn this real quickly. Uh, it's not going to really be a long episode. I, I think I have another one. Uh, this this is a lesson learned, if you really understand it, and if you really take time to dig apart exactly what you're to, what you're doing and what you're told. Um, well, let me say this. My thoughts on Nick Cannon. Um, as much as it is with other people who lose their jobs for having a political correctness or saying things that might be racist, anti-Semitic against the current president, 45, all these different things. You know, that energy, when it's out in an open forum, can cost you. And we've seen that time and time and time and time again, especially with it now being the digital age. It wasn't like this back in like 2007 or 2005 or 2004 or 1998 or... 1992, 1970s, and this, that, and the third. Now, if somebody heard you or they had a recording on you back in the day, yeah, you could end up in some hot water and be in some serious trouble. But now, because everything can be, you know, uh, found within a millisecond because of social media, you do have to watch what you have to say. I've been very cognizant about this on this podcast, and I admit it. I'm very cognizant about the things that I talk about here. I'm not afraid, but... You know, say, for instance, I'm in a certain job field or this, that, and the third, and I make comments against 
a particular race of people, a particular nation, and I work under them, and they find out that if my podcast is of stature and it's up there with a lot of big podcasts and they find out that I'm talking about them, yeah, I can get fired for that. I could be reprimanded for that. So the thing that happened with Nick Cannon, I'm not, I, I'm not trying to be cynical, but this is a prime example of understanding where you sit. And Nick Cannon didn't understand that. I think Nick Cannon goes down that pro-woke rabbit hole all the time and try to talk about blackness, blackness, blackness. But when you're held to a contract, right? When, when you sign a contract, whether, whether people want to sit here and say that he sold his soul and that he's in the elite now and he's under the Illuminati, quote unquote, and this, that, and the third, at the end of the day, he's under contract. He, has, he doesn't have the 100% rights to wilding out. He doesn't. He still has a job on different avenues besides being a wilding out host, okay? And with that being said, you know, when you're, when you're owned by something such as the Jewish conglomerate, you can't say certain things because you can get in trouble for that. And more so behind closed doors, they could probably make it worse for you if you dare to even speak on certain issues that's touchy. Now, a lot of people will sit up there and say, well, Nick Gannon told the truth. It was anti-Semitic. He told the truth. And ironically, with the pro-blacks, I went ahead into this comment section and said what they said. You know, the Hebrew Israelites that you like to diss so much, they, they probably were saying the same thing way before Nick Cannon said it. But you know why Nick Cannon gets a lot of accolades? Because he's a celebrity and these Hebrew Israelites aren't. You know, they, they, they'll talk about the Hebrew Israelites because they're the ones that listen to people like uh, you can find the Hebrew Israelites arguing with the Pan-Africanists on um, networks like Sadnetta and them and Brother Polite and this, that and the third. But to keep it nation friendly, that was geared towards so-called black people for a second, but nation friendly, whether you're a so-called white person, so-called Asian, so-called black so-called Latino, whatever have you. Yes, let this be a lesson learned to people out there that now when it comes to social media, your whole life and the way that your true colors are will be exposed based on what you say on social media. We see it all the time. We see it all the time. We see these quote-unquote Karens that are getting in trouble for saying something racist to a so-called black woman or so-called black man. Happens all the time. And they wound up getting fired or this, that, and the third. And it's actually ironic. Right before I started this podcast, it was a so-called black woman who was a principal at a school. And she got fired for making a racist comment on her social media post. And, and you're not understanding. You cannot act on an emotional base when you're under contract and you don't have your own business and you're working under someone else. Unless you're working under your own nation, then you could say that. But if you're not working under your own nation and more specifically, because we're going to talk about, quote unquote, white supremacy, you can't say certain things. And this is not just to say that so-called white people don't have problems with other so-called white people and they can get fired for the things they say. If it's not even racist, if it has to deal with someone personally at work or they say something out loud or this, that and the third or say, for instance, the boss is a Trump supporter and they're anti-Trump, you know. A lot of people will understand that you're representing my brand. 
okay? That's what it means that you're representing my brand. So when you're representing my brand, you can't be going out here making inflammatory comments because you're representing me, okay? That, that's, that's the thing that I try to preach to people, that you're a representative of the brand. More, than, more, more, more loosely, you're a slave to that company, okay? You're, you're an asset to that company. You're, you're, you're the guinea pig, and they just pay you the amount of money they feel you deserve for your hard work and labor. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what it's like in the workforce, which I really aspire to get out of corporate America because I know damn well I'm more powerful than this. But I say this because a lot of people are not realizing when you stand for something, yes, stand for what you believe in, right? Say what you're going to say. Be very aware of the consequences, okay? When you're, especially if you're in the Hollywood, Hollywood limelight, and this, that, and the third, you can't speak out of turn, okay? You, you, can, you just can't do that. You can't speak out of turn. It's not going to work for you. It's not going to be a good asset to how you, you know, see things, okay? And, um, you know, again, a, a lot of the times we have these people that get their uh, Twitter retweeted and snap screenshot, and then it's on Facebook or so on Instagram from Twitter and this, that, and the third. And, you know, again, are you still working under the so-called white man? Are you still working under white supremacy? Now, I've started to expand my ideas about how the United States is just treating people because we live in a capitalist society. Everything is off of money. But again, a lot of people don't realize that emotions make money. What I believe is that when you have networks like TED Talks or Vice News, or this, that, and the third, they make a killing off of hearing people's emotions and make money because they know that drama is going to sell. So you can get all wrapped in arms about being a Trump supporter or an anti-Trump supporter or a Black Lives Matter supporter and this, that, and the third, but at the end of the day, how it's going to increase the ratings is if you're talking all that ish, it's going to pay them and put money in their pocket. For you doing a simple interview about how you feel and how you feel race, how you feel, how racist this world is and this, that, and the third. And again, I'm not defuting the fact there isn't no, no type of racism. There isn't no type of prejudiceness. There is no type of like discrepancies that go on here in the United States. But again, this comes down the idea and a chain of ethics. When sometimes you need to shut the hell up and suck in your pride and not talk about things to save your little life or when you could have your own company have your own network and you don't have to depend on nobody to sit up there and tell you what you can and what you cannot say now there might be a story i could tell you i probably sacrificed a bullet um and i don't mean that literally i mean that figuratively and i might have said something out of turn out of line but i have to deal with those consequences if it comes up if not, then cool. I'll just be some regular dude on the street. That's said what he said. And it is what it is. I don't live in regret is my point. So own up to what you say, right? Stand for what you believe in, but also understand the consequences that come behind it. As in to the dude, Nick Cannon, again, I'm not surprised by it because the fact of the matter is he tried to go down that pro-woke hole and it backfired. And a lot of people don't even realize that even with the whole fiasco of something like Black Lives Matter, you know, it, it's all about the energy, I believe. So 
when you have the energy, right? When you going ahead and you saying F the police and blah, 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 and this, that, and the third, and you getting all aggressive with the cops, what you think the cops is gonna do? The cops is looking for a reason to take it out on you and to sit here and say, oh yeah, you, you know, you all up in my face and blah, 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 you didn't back up, so now I'm gonna make you back up, okay? So, you know, summer is boiling down, we still in the COVID-19, but um, this is part one of the series, stay tuned for part two. Peace. Thank you.